Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, besties. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited to be recording the first episode for 2024. I don't know if the rest of you are sensing this. I for sure am. I just have such a spirit of expectation and anticipation for what God is going to do in this year. God is on the move. I love that song by Seventh Time Down that came out forever ago. God is on the move, on the move. Hallelujah. I love that song. And it's, it's so true that God is always up to something. God is always moving. He is always working a lot of times behind the scenes and, and in the details of our lives and the things that we maybe don't get to see. He is working. He is moving. Romans 8, 28. He works all things together for our good. So no matter what kind of a season you're in right now, whether you are on a mountaintop or you're in a valley, God is moving. He is orchestrating the details of your life because he delights in every detail of your story. And I'm, I'm just seeing that in my own life. I'm seeing that in so many people's lives that it's such a season of promises fulfilled, of longings fulfilled, of trees of life that are just bursting forth. And so I have an anticipation for this year. God is already opening so many doors in my personal life and in ministry and things. And I'm just, I'm just excited to be his above everything else, the things that he does in and through our lives, like the most beautiful thing is that he calls us beloved, that he calls us his own, that we belong to him, that we get to walk in relationship with the creator of the universe, the one who breathed stars into existence, the one who knows each one of them by name, the one who knows you, who knows every hair on your head, whose thoughts for you outnumber the sand of the sea, to have a God who is overall yet is so intimately acquainted with with me like that's it's overwhelming it's it's overwhelming and it's beautiful and I never want to take that for granted and as someone who has a pretty public ministry and I'm doing a lot of things like I never want to live my life outside of intimacy with him and so as I've been preparing for the new year and getting excited and have you know a lot of things opening up on my calendar for events with comedy and speaking and things I'm reminded by his spirit, who's the perfect counselor, the one who guides us into all truth, to not abandon the place of intimacy with him, to not abandon the secret place. And so as we move forward into this new year, I want to encourage you with that word right off the bat of the, you know, right off the start of this podcast, to not abandon the secret place this year, to make sure that everything you do is from an overflow of intimacy with him, because we can get caught up in doing a lot of things and stay busy in life and not even be doing what God is calling us to do. And we can only know what he's calling us to do by seeking his face. And I love that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so many times we hear that and we're like, oh, God's going to give me good things if I seek him. And it's like the best thing he gives us is his presence and the clarity and direction and wisdom and knowledge we need to move forward 
in every area of our lives. And so I love that. The book of James tells us if we lack wisdom, ask. And so I'm, listen, I'm always asking the Lord, you know, where do you want me to go? I want to pivot in the direction he wants me to go. If I'm going left and he's like, turn right, I want to turn right. I love the scripture that says, I will hasten and not delay to obey the voice of the Lord. That is my heart. That's my desire in every season. God, I want to be where you are. I want to go where you call me to go. I want to do what you call me to do. I want to be someone who is surrendered and obedient to the voice of God above everything else, because we know this world is loud, it's noisy, it's distracting, and we have to do what the Bible says, which is take that time to shut the door, to pray to the Father in secret, to seek His face. And so that is a word that I'm just releasing at the beginning of this podcast is to seek His face, to know that when you seek Him, He will be found. He is waiting. He is ready for you to make that space in your life. If you have never done that, you can start fresh today. If it's something you've done in the past and maybe you've strayed away from, you can start fresh today. If you're, if you're good at that, it's something you're already really disciplined in. Keep going. Like don't stop seeking his face. Don't stop knowing the one who knows you most. He is so faithful. He is so good. He is so kind. And one thing I used to tell my middle school kiddos back when I did middle school youth ministry is that God doesn't have grandkids. He only has kids because so many times we get in the mindset of kind of coattailing off other people's faith. It's like, the pastor is the one who gets the word for me or maybe watching YouTube videos, which I do that. I love all those things. I, I'm very much a local church girl, love watching messages online from people that I trust, you know, who are solid Bible teachers and things, and I can glean from them. That's a beautiful part about the body of Christ. We grow together. We pour into one another. But ultimately, I need that direct connection with God for myself. I have to know how to hear His voice for myself. I have to be in the Word so that I'm rooted and grounded in the Word for myself so that my life is being built on the firm foundation of His Word. And so, I want to encourage you with that as well, just right at the top of this podcast, to seek His face, to build your life on His firm foundation, to know His voice, to know His word for yourself, because He promises, my sheep know my voice. And so if you are a follower of Christ, you have the ability, the awesome privilege of knowing His voice. And I love that. I love that so much. And I just know as we enter into this new year, and you know, I could give all the typical New Year's messages, and and I do want to talk a little about a little bit about having a banner word for your year. My banner word is hope. My church preached on this a few weeks ago as well. Just having a word from the Lord, seeking the Lord for that word, and what is that Lord asking Him and having Him give you that word for the year? It's something I've done for the last several years, but having a word for your new year. And just praying into that and just declaring that over your life and over your ministry, over your family, over your community, however the Lord leads you to do that, but seeking Him and just having that direction for the new year, having a vision for the new year. I personally create a vision, like it's kind of like a graphic that I create in Canva, and it's like got a scripture, it's got a word that the Lord's given me, it's got just some goals that I've created with Holy Spirit. I don't like to do make goals by myself. I want to be where he wants me to be. I want to do what he's called me to do. And so I will sit with him and I'll just be like, okay, Lord, like, what do you see for my year ahead? What should I believe for? And I love this scripture in Habakkuk that says, write the vision, make it plain so you can run with it. Like we want to run with the vision that God has for us. And every single one of us have a call, have a purpose, have a vision from the Lord that he wants us to live in, to walk out and I want to stay in a stay in a place of expectation that God, you're going to do great things this year. 
I don't want to be a side-legged Christian. I don't want to sit on the sideline and watch everybody else doing what God's called them to do. Like, I want to be in the game. I want to do what God has anointed and appointed me to do in this season of my life. And every one of us have a role to play. It's going to look different for all of us, but you have to seek God for yourself to know what that is. And that kind of weaves back to the importance of knowing his voice. And so spending time with him and not abandoning the secret place is huge. I love the scripture that's been stirring in my spirit the last several days. It says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. We know that scripture is it's it's a forecast of eternity and heaven and the things that God's preparing for us because we know Jesus said before he ascended, I go to prepare a place for you. I'm coming back for you. Jesus is coming back. What a day that will be. We want to be people that are waiting and ready in anticipation for the return of Christ. But he also has things that he is wanting to release into our lives in on this side of eternity and things that he wants to do and ways that he wants to move in and through our personal lives and ministry. And I love that he continues to take us from glory to glory. Like where you're at today is not where you're going to be six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, if you're yielded to the spirit of God and let him take you to those places, because he's always wanting to take us higher and deeper in him. And I love that, that we're called to root ourselves in the word of God, that we're called to build our lives up in him. And so it's always higher and deeper in him. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I always say, man, people that think being a Christian is boring have only ever experienced religion. Religion is boring. That's going through the motions, having a checklist, doing all the things, and it's all outside of intimacy. And the beautiful thing about relationship is that we know God, we love him. And from that place, we want to serve him. We want to do what he's called us to do. We want to fulfill the great commission. We want to share the gospel. We want to use our gifts, talents, and abilities to impact this world in a way that only we can. And listen, bestie, I don't care who you are, where you're at, where you're from, your background, your past, the things you've gone through, the things that have happened to you, the things that you have willingly done yourself, you know, that's outside of God's will. Like today is a new day. God says his mercies are new every morning. You can start fresh today. And it and everything that you've gone through, God wants to use all of that. He redeems everything. He redeems everything. And he's just been reminding me so much in this season of my life that his word is true and his promises will come to pass. And one promise he gave me about a year ago when I was going through a really hard season and just a lot of heartache, a lot of tears, a lot of frustration. And I just remember crying out to God and saying, God, how many times can one heart break? Like, when you've experienced heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak, you just get to a point where you're like, enough is enough. And I know some of you can relate to that. And I remember hearing him speak to me so clearly. And he said, every tear that you're crying and bottling in it will reap a harvest of joy. And I'm experiencing that in my life now that all of those tears that were sown in previous seasons, because it wasn't just last year, there's been many seasons where it's just been hard and frustrating and, and painful to walk through, that God is bringing that harvest of joy in my life. And even on New Year's Eve, just quick little story here that it popped up in my heart to share. Like I'm in the middle of worship and just in this sanctuary full of people worshiping. I can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing. Like I'm just overwhelmed with the joy of the Lord. And we know his joy is our strength and the fullness of joy 
is found in his presence. And so as I'm worshiping him, because he inhabits the praises of his people, I'm worshiping him and just encountering the spirit of God in worship. I just can't stop laughing. And it's like, probably maybe five years ago, that would have like really embarrassed me or I just didn't care. I'm just like the joy of the Lord is so tangible and it's so good. And I've walked through so many seasons of life where I've been depressed and sad and downcast and just oppressed with the spirit of heaviness. And and we know the Bible says, put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Like he says, he will give us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's in Isaiah 61. And he does. And so as we're praising him and we're worshiping, sometimes the spirit of God just falls on you and you just start laughing. And it's just, it's beautiful because it's healing. Laughter doeth good like medicine. And just as I was in that moment, that's not the only time that's ever happened. But it was just in that moment, I was just overwhelmed with the presence of God and with his goodness and with his faithfulness in my life. And I'm just so thankful that where we're at, whether again, you're on a mountaintop or you're in a valley season, like wherever you're at, you're not going to stay there. Like there's God is always continually moving us forward into new seasons. We know Ecclesiastes says there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. And so embrace the fullness of the season you're in. Ask God, what are the lessons here? What are you teaching me? Help me prepare for the things ahead because we want to continue moving forward. Like Paul said, I press on toward the mark of my high calling. I'm not, I'm forgetting what's behind. He says, I'm forgetting what is behind and pressing on toward the mark of my high calling. And that's a word for somebody on here, maybe more than one that you need to forget what's behind, to stop looking back. So many of us are tethered to the pain of our past and God wants to sever that so that you can move forward. You cannot move forward into the fullness of what God has for you if you have a weight called your past that's holding you back. And maybe you are moving forward, but you're not moving forward at the speed God has for you because that weight is there and it's slowing you down. And so if that is resonating in your spirit, take time to sit with the Lord and ask him like, Lord, deal with this in me. Show me how to deal with this. And I love just sitting with the Lord and saying, God created me a clean heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Lord, search my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. I don't want anything tainting this heart because my Bible tells me that I am called. My responsibility is to above all else, guard your heart, guard my heart. And so I'm the maintenance keeper of my own heart. And so that is something I do frequently. And sometimes I don't even, I don't even have the time to ask God. He'll just point it out because I'm walking in intimacy with him and I'm living in prayer mode and I'm seeking his face continually. And so there's times where he's like, "Eh, mm, mm," you know, you know, those moments when Holy Spirit just checks you and corrects you. And I love that. I love that the Bible says that his word is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, that the worker of God would be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so that that word correcting, a lot of us don't like that. We don't like to be corrected. We don't like to hear when we're wrong. And if that is a sore spot for you, I would encourage you to let the Lord uproot that too, because it's probably a root of pride. And I want to be someone who stays correctable, who stays moldable and say, God, I don't like this. I don't like this. It's And, and I love you know, that we have the ability through his spirit to be transformed. The Bible tells us that we're continually being conformed into the pattern of his image. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 too, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. As we renew our mind, it's going to change us as we renew our mind and the word, as we sit with him in his presence. And so don't be someone who's stubborn and hard headed and unwilling to let the Lord do a work in your heart. 
I'm so thankful that he doesn't give up on us, that when we mess up, the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times. He's going to get back up. Like he'll get back up. We're going to fall. We're going to stumble. We're going to go through times where we mess up. But the beautiful thing is we don't stay in those cycles. We don't intentionally sin. We don't intentionally and willfully, you know, do things that are against his word, that are against his best for us. But when we do mess up because we're human and we're bound in this flesh, we just repent and move on. Okay. And I love that my pastor preached on this last Sunday, talked about repentance. And he said, so many times we confuse repentance with just being sorry for something like you feel bad, but you're, but if your behavior doesn't change, you haven't repented because repentance is a turning. It's a turning away. And one thing the Lord really spoke to my heart a while ago was that so often in Christian culture, that we talk a lot about what we're repenting from, I'm turning away from this sin, I'm turning away from this behavior, I'm turning away from this mindset. And sometimes we don't put enough emphasis on what we're turning toward. So if you are repenting from operating in a spirit of pride, okay, I'm not going to be prideful. I don't want to be prideful. I'm Lord up Ruth is pride. Okay, but what are you turning toward? And that is a spirit of humility. God, I want to be humble. I want to be someone who seeks your face, who is correctable, moldable, teachable, transformable. I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounds good (laughs) to be someone who's willing to allow the spirit of God to work in and through me. And so put some emphasis on what God is wanting to replace those things with, because he's not just taking things from our life. He's adding to, he's a God who wants us to live an abundant life in him. And it's a life that's meant to be fruitful full of the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, all the things. God has so many beautiful promises for your life, bestie. If you don't know that, read the word of God, start asking and reveal to me your promises. God, show me what you have for my life because all of his promises are yes and amen. He is not a man that he would lie, nor the son of man that he would change his mind. Like he, he speaks things and his word never returns void. And so what he has for you is for you and nothing is going to change that. The Bible says in Romans that his gifts and his callings are without repentance. The things that he gives you, he's not taking back. And I want to be someone with hands wide open, both hands wide open for two reasons. One, to release anything that's not of God, anything that's not pleasing to him, but then also open to receive what he does have for me. And I believe that this year, is a year that God is pouring out his blessings on his people. I believe he's always a God who pours out blessings on us. He always has been. He always will be. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. But I just believe that it's a year where God's pouring out specific promises over his people, things that have been long awaited. I'm seeing that in my own life. You can track my social media to track all of that. I'm not going to go into that on this episode, but it is such a season of God proving himself faithful, of God proving that he's not a God who just makes promises to people. He's a God who keeps his promises and fulfills his promises. He's a God who loves you with an everlasting love. He's a God who rejoices over you with singing. He's a God whose banner over you is love, who surrounds you with songs of deliverance. He's a God who goes before you in all things. He's a God who's your rear guard. He is so intimately acquainted with every detail of your life. And that is so hard to wrap our minds around because we are bound (laughs) by our finite thinking, but he's an infinite God and he can care about 
the big things as well as the small things. I think so many times we get caught up in like the fact that, you know, the world is crazy right now. There's wars happening. There's things happening that are seemingly more significant than maybe, you know, the small things in our life. But the the thing is, is God is God. He can handle all of it. He can handle those things that are world impacting and he can also handle the things that impact your world, the things that matter to you. He cares about those things and it matters to him. And so I want you to know that. I'm going to pray here at the end, but I want you to know that God God is God has his eye on you. He is mindful of you. I love the scripture that says, "Who is man that you are mindful of him?" God is mindful of you and he cares about you. He cares about everything in your life. And if we could just get a revelation of that, it would change everything. It would change everything. And we would live our life from a place of purpose, from a place of just passionately pursuing the one who loves us most and being in a place where we're just surrendered to him and say, God, this is my desire. But if it's not yours, change my desire. And that's that's been my heart's cry for a long time. God, I want my desires to line up with yours. I want the rhythm of my heartbeat to be in tune with your heartbeat. That every step I take, I'm just walking in his footsteps that have already gone before me. And then I'm living in a place of knowing that his word is a word his word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. It it leads me. And so stay rooted and grounded in the word. Stay in the secret place. I feel like I could record for five hours just about the goodness of God, but I do feel a release in my heart to to stop recording and to pray over you guys. So as I always say, please feel free to reach out to me on social media through my website, journeywithjanice.com. My social media is The Journey with Janice. Would love to talk with you. Would love to connect with you, to pray for you. If you just need someone to pray for you, send me a message and just say, please pray for me. I will send you a recording of me praying for you. Like I would love to be that person in your life who is cheering you on saying, go baby, go like do what God has put you on this earth to do. Don't get to the end of your life and have regrets and say, I wish that I would have written the book. I wish I would have started the podcast. I wish I would have whatever God has put on your heart. I just said those things because that's part of my calling, but everybody's life and journey is different. Whatever he has planned for your life, you know, because it's something that's been a constant thought. It's been a repeat idea in your heart and mind. Stop letting time go by and not do what he's called you to do. Be obedient to the voice of God. Do what he's put you on this earth to do. So I'd love to connect with you through those ways. would love to connect with you at one of my events. I have a lot of events coming up. Again, on my website, journeywithjanice.com. would love to meet you in person, squeeze your neck, say hi, introduce myself to you, meet you in person. If I've not met you, see you again if I have. And so let's... Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this episode. God, I thank you for your heart for your people. God, I thank you that you are in passionate pursuit of us. God, I'm overwhelmed with that reality. I'm overwhelmed with the fact that you care so much about me, that you care so much about everything that pertains to my life. And God, I pray for every bestie who's listening to this podcast, Lord, who has just been in a season of hope deferred disappointment. God, I pray that you would just refresh them today in your presence, that you would pour out your love on them, God, that they would know that you're near, God, that you answer us when we cry out to you. God, I thank you that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, God, that you have a perfect plan and purpose for every single one of us. And God, if there's anyone who doesn't know you already, I pray that they will know you. God, I pray that you take all of us deeper 
into you this year, God, that we would go into deeper waters with you, that reveal you would reveal more of who you are, God. And I'm just so thankful for your presence. I'm thankful for your power in my life. I'm thankful for your goodness, for your faithfulness, for your mercy, for your grace. And God, I speak life and blessings over every listener. God, I just thank you for for who you are. We we live, God, to glorify and magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.